Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host back again, Mike Lavelle, back with another podcast this week. Of course, now we're every two weeks, not every week, but I'm liking this every two weeks. I'm getting more stories. I got more to talk about. Everything has been going on. Uh, Black men, a black man has failed us. I'll talk about it later. I got to get into that. He failed us. But we're going to rebound like we always do. You know what I'm saying? My Falcons are 2-0. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk our trash. We're going to talk our trash. And we got plenty of other stuff going on, man. But I got a I got a special show today. Special guest with me. One returning. Two brand new. So we're going to go ahead and introduce her. Of course, returning to the show. The love of my life. Most amazing woman in my life. Most important woman in my life. All right. The person who got me season tickets to the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> for my anniversary gift. Thank you, baby. Introducing back to the show, Nicole, my wife. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And you're welcome. You're welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Oh, we don't need all that. Okay, come on. <laughs> all right. And introducing to the show, uh, two people who I have grown to love a great, great deal. One of them I've known for a really long time. I didn't even know he was married until he just brought his wife around. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, snap. And then we found out she was cool. We were like, hey, man, what you doing? So, you know what I'm saying? We've gotten really close to them, man. We love them like family. And that's kind of special because one of them roots for the New York Giants. Who I, eh, 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 eh. And then one of them goes from team to team. Eh, eh, eh. But it's all good. Introduce it to the show. My boy, Mantrell. And his wife, Carrie. What's going on, peoples? Hello, hello. How y'all doing out there? All right, all right. So we're going to get right into this thing because we got a full uh, slate. Um, we're going to get into our rent. But before we get into our rent, right now, on the uh, we, we we filming on Monday. Podcast drops on Thursday. So we're watching the Giants versus the Detroit Lions. And Carrie's a fan of the New York Giants. Oh, yes. I bleed blue all day. And, and Mantrell is a fan of the Detroit Lions. Today. Oh, oh, Shade. Is that Shade? Is that bandwagon Shade? I grew up a very huge Bears Santa's fan, so I went back to them, you know. Why did you go back? Because Peyton Manning retired. So you were once a who fan? A Colts. And then a Broncos. And now a Lions. So next year might be a Ooh. I'm gonna be a Lions fan. Oh, okay. Why you, you don't want to jump f- over to the other Manning? I mean, how many teams do your father has? No, we're not talking about him. I mean, you know, you went through we're my not history, about him. your history. Oh, we throwing know. shade already. We He's throwing shade. <laughs> so we can talk about me. I have one team. Okay. The Giants. And I've got some backups. The Falcons are my number one backup. I mean, you, you got a good team. You got the lesser Manning. Wow. Okay, we got two rings before him, though. Wow. We're this That's how, all I'm going to say. Hey, people, this is how the podcast is going to go. Hey, quick question, because I need, I need assistance. I am trying to get Nicole, my wife, into sports. 
And Carrie, if I remember correctly, you weren't that much into football and then you grew into it? No, I always grew up watching football with okay. my dad. Me and my sister grew up watching it with my father. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you hear I got that? into it there more. There was always. I got into it more one year where my sister and I joined the All Girls Fantasy Football League. Okay. But before that, I still really liked the Giants. So I got to get my wife into fantasy football. Yes. And if she starts one, I'll be in it. Okay. Let's do it. We got right. to get you into football. <laughs> yes. I would like to be into football. My wife right now comes downstairs. She'd be like, is a field goal three points? <laughs> so why did they just score one point? I don't understand. I am I am not that bad. You and I do know that a field goal is one point. And you only score six if you hit a touchdown. No, no. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, see, I need assistance. We drinking wine too, so this type of podcast we're gonna have. But anyway, she meant to say extra point was extra one point. point. Extra point is one point. I knew where she was point. going with that. I knew where she was going. Hysterical. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. My wife is the type, she didn't do it during the Super Bowl, but my wife is the type, like, if my team, my Falcons lose, she'll be like, why the Falcons don't want to win? I'm like, Nicole, that's not a question to ask me right now. That is not a question to ask me right now. <laughs> my wife had really learned, I think it took her a good three years, but when Georgia loses, just don't talk to me. University of Georgia. Yeah, she, when the Bulldogs lose, she don't talk to me. She give me my space. But, you know, one time she – um Woke up one morning and it was a really bad argument for us. She actually did the gator chop. Oh snap! <laughs> and yeah, we it was, that was a real real bad fight that morning. Okay, yeah, yeah, Carrie, you went there. I did. It was funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no. That's thank you, Mike. That, yeah, that's no, not, it's not funny. That's it's not, not funny. <laughs> so that's cool. So y'all get to have like an in game. You know, in 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 what do I want to say? Interfamily. Yeah, the house divided. Yeah, if debate. You will. That's that's yeah. that's great, babe. But you know, in our family, you get to go to every game in person. That's true. Yeah, okay. that's true. That's true. Elevate, elevate that's Nicole true. right there. That's true. I'm a little shade on you. I mean, that's why I'm trying to elevate her. That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> she may not know football, but she knows those season tickets. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so me and Nicole have been married. Uh, over seven years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And how long has Karen Mentor been married? Going on 11. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait, y'all weren't here. She looked at him and waited for the correct answer. <laughs> That's the type of podcast it's going to be. All right. So I'm just going to sip my wine. Be 11 years next month. Yep. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving y'all that so y'all can understand what type of answers and questions and responses you're going to hear on this podcast. But let's get it started, man. I'm going to start off, you know how we start every podcast. We start off with a rant so we can cleanse ourselves, so we can talk freely amongst the podcast. My rant is really quick right now. I We got it. I have an issue. We're also watching the game right now. So just FYI, uh, uh, something good happened for the G-Men and Carol's all amped up. So, um, I, I mentioned earlier the black men. We we took a loss. We took a loss. Um, Kevin Hart. Um, Kevin Hart has gotten caught <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, because it's not proven. <laughs> it is not proven. Allegedly, he has been caught cheating on his new wife. His rib. Yeah, his rib. 
That's what he calls it. It's still his rib. Okay. It's still his rib. But he wanted some sauce on the side. No, 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 not that real. Not, not, not that real, baby. Not that real. <laughs> so, I, 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 I don't know what to say. Um, first of all, let me reiterate. I've said this on the show. Black men don't cheat. We have never cheated in the history of the world. And all of a sudden, this black man decides that he wants to cheat. I don't know what's going on here. Allegedly, we don't even know. It might be a double. We've seen all kind of stuff. People wear masks. Mm, mm, we mm, watch um, mm, what's the show? Uh, Law and Order, SVU. Things happen. So I don't know if this was Kevin Hart, but if it was Kevin Hart, I'm need you to get smarter. I need for celebrities to have somebody, you know, like me. You can pay me five thousand dollars a month. I will come to the door of the hotel, confiscate all phones. All electronic devices have the women sign a waiver so you're not in this situation. How you manage to get yourself on camera several times, allegedly, because black men don't cheat. So we got we got to get proof that this man cheated. We all the way took an L. It looks like black men took an L. It looks like it. Mantrail has accepted. Have you? Yeah, he's he cheated, Mike. I'm no, I, we don't know he that. I mean, you come out with a video saying you're sorry to your kids. You know, you, you cheated, man. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he, he could have been sorry cheated. for a lot of things. Man, you've been married for a long time. Sometimes I don't take the trash out. I could be sorry for that. Yeah, yeah, but trash and putting your penis somewhere is um, <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> Allegedly, and, and, and we don't know this. You wouldn't make a public apology over trash. It would be nice. But you wouldn't do that. I would make a public apology over trash because I understand trash needs to go out. You don't like the smell of trash. I love my family, so I will apologize if I left the trash in there. See how that works? And he's even channeling Kevin Hart just now. I saw I that. Saw that. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Could it be that it's possible that black men just got let down this time? <sighs> that he cheated, I, as I, a lot yeah. of black men do. I feel like he did let the black man down because he been a hypocrite. You know, black men are not hypocrites. We are Don't not. Don't tell me that you that's your real, you faithful, it's too risky to cheat, and then you cheat. You know? I, or maybe it's just he got caught. I think he should take a page out of Flo Rida's book. Him and his wife have extramarital escapades, threesomes, and everything else, and everything's got a gag order. Everything's got financials and legal paperwork attached oh you got it you got you just, gotta make it. just make, do it like that then yeah. you don't have to worry about public apologies and what the internet said and black twitter you don't have to worry about it right so so nicole the reason it got out is because the woman is trying to extort kevin hart for money oh for the video. he wants to keep his side piece in check mm. but that's we, allegedly we don't know if that was his side piece and that's how he lost his first wife mm. allegedly well, okay, no, said, that's real. He wrote about said, it. In his they book. said once a cheater, always a cheater. So that ain't I true. mean, that's not true. That ain't true. Okay, so did his wife not have any indication of what she was getting herself into? A lot of money it was her indication. I think that's what she saw. But my thing is with black men, any black men that come into money, why get married? If you know you're gonna have that temptation, you know you're gonna have these women around these garden tools why get married I, I, I actually agree I actually agree I mean why I put yourself in that situation I don't think that you should put yourself in that situation I'm is sorry that I your just main don't. chick 
Don't even have a no, man. Don't shit. even have that. No. Be like so, Chris Webber. Just have a garden Wait variety. Wait your career is over and get married. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, there's no reason to get locked into something and it's going to end up costing you all kind of and money. She's exactly. Pregnant. And she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. And the side pieces? No, his no. wife. His wife. Oh, Allegedly, we don't know if that was Kevin Hart in the video. Oh. It just oh. looked like Kevin Hart. So there's other men that are less than five feet tall running around. <laughs> yeah, some kind of people. Uh, you know, that's what happens. That's what happens. So anyway, that's just my rant. I just want to be like, hey, Kevin, if that was you, I don't believe that was you, but if in the case that was you, I just need you to be smarter if that was you in that situation. But I don't believe that was you in that situation because you're black. Oh. And we don't cheat. Oh, okay. That's true. That's true, Mike. That's true. And if it does come out that he was in trouble and that he did cheat, I am firmly under understanding how the Illuminati works. So I understand (laughs) how you fell into that situation, brother. Just come on back home. All right? Come on back home. I just, right. I just stopped putting your black men, black men, if you get money, you want to be a superstar or a star, don't get married. Don't get married. It's hard to disagree with that. Especially when Scottie Pippen watched his wife go sleep with Future and then uh, he and took her back. With her. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get that. You're taking the L, Pippen. You're taking the L, man. He took it back. Oh, Is Lord. He's tired too, though. And so. broke. Yeah. He is not broke. I thought he was broke. No, no he ain't broke. broke. Oh, my bad. Unless she making him broke. Which is why you don't get married. Uh, let's don't move on. <laughs> so, so just to clarify, Mike, if you had a lot of money and was on that level, you would have never married the greatest woman you know. Mm. You're the, the, all those things that you put said. Ass in that tank, Mike. This is the end of my rant, so we're gonna move on to the next. <laughs> <rant>. <laughs> See how that works. <laughs> That's just my rant, man. We're going to keep it moving. We are going to go to Carrie. Yes. Carrie has a nice rant for us. I have a rant about Sports Center and the Atlanta Falcons. ESPN trash. Go ahead. Because this morning, in less than five minutes, they were able to say the Atlanta Falcons won't win the first game of the season because all, every team loses the first game after they win the Super Bowl. Ooh, they won the, they've won the first season. Ooh, the stadium is amazing. They had all this great energy. They're the bomb. They are the poster child for the NFC. They could go back to the Super Bowl. They're the True team indeed. to beat. True indeed. No, they're not the team to beat. If they get a couple of if they get a couple of injuries, ooh, if something happens to Matt Ryan, mm, they can't keep it up. We're not gonna talk we that don't until they existence. Can, they, we don't think they can do it. Nope, it's just one and done. I'm like, the, the win is not even 24 hours old yet. They probably aren't even dry from the showers that they just took from the game. Can you let them enjoy their win? We got 15 more weeks to go, plus four, four games in the postseason. Come on, dude. Preach on. Y'all just did all this extra. I'm like, I know y'all got to earn a living, but you went from both both ends of the spectrum at the same time, and I didn't appreciate it, which is why I hate when people watch ESPN every day. That's all I'm saying. Just speak on my that was wife shady. Rant. That was shady. You know, me and my wife butt heads a lot. And I feel like, sorry, Mike, hate, hate to do this to you. If the Falcons would have won a Super Bowl, they would have been getting a lot more praise. But since they no, are that losers ain't true. That ain't true. and didn't win a Super Bowl. <laughs> well, why you got to use that strong okay, L so, word? I mean, so I have to go there because I am a Giants fan, which means I hate the Patriots. We got Deflate Gate. The yes. cheaters of all time. They are. 
and I do believe in conspiracy theories. And I do believe that that was a total conspiracy theory, just like when the Seahawks Preach. lost that game and they decide to pass and they've been running all night long and they want to pass and throw an interception with their... Your wife's so they smart, lost. Man. They lost the game because it was a setup. Thank you. And then... Hmm? I mean, they lost that game because it was a setup. I believe the Falcons lost that game because it was a setup. I believe the league wanted the Patriots to win to prove that the Patriots could overcome them with having Tom Brady not playing four games because of Deflategate. So that's what I believe. She said the exact wow. thing my father-in-law said. I was just about to say so that's that. that's all I'm oh going to say. That is I'm funny. like, my dad agrees with you. Wow, so the league. Tom Brady is the poster child. Yes, because he's got low melanin. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you're saying the whole Patriots are racist. No, what I'm saying is the, the extra fancy rich people in the suits the billionaires that stroke the checks, mm-hmm. whose names are on the checks, mm-hmm. I don't know how many of them have a lot of melanin in them. Oh they the boy. they oh the oh ones. Oh boy! Oh boy! They the ones that probably wanted him and all them boys up there in New England to win. But that's all I'm saying. Matt Ryan is white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but doesn't he doesn't he represent doesn't he represent a white-ish. chocolate city though? Doesn't he represent yeah. Chocolate City though? He black. Look at look at Atlanta. You watch you watch the Atlanta game. That's one of the only stadiums you see more black people than white, and any more than any other stadium in the league, probably other than the Saints. I agree. Yeah, that's true. I, I say Washington. They be having a lot of white. Okay, them three. Yeah, they a mix. Yeah. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but it'd be Carolina. That might be mm-hmm. yeah. I, okay, I four out of thirty-two. Agree yeah. with Carrie with my limited knowledge of sports. I do think it was conspiracy, and I do think that people were paid off to make sure that the Falcons, and I think the Falcons knew ahead of time that they weren't going to win. There was no way that you get to halftime and you're playing so well, and then you come back and you're just like, oh, my God, I'm just going to start doing nothing that I was doing the first half of the game. Okay, okay, okay. Knife in, the, knife in the wound. Knife in the wound. I think they went in the, and they, the they went scab in, still there, okay. They went in the um, locker room and said, all right, Guys, it's time. Y'all did really great. We want to give you this ring, but now we need y'all to just stop playing because mm-hmm. y'all y'all know what time it is. Just for the record, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. Just want to put that out there. And I believe in a whole bunch of them. Just want to put that out I there. I believe in conspiracy theories. Whenever you see a black man cheat, you know there's Illuminati behind it. Hashtag That's what I do. Illuminati, don't get me started. That's what I do know about that. No, I appreciate that rant. ESPN never gives Atlanta their props. I think if Atlanta won the Super Bowl, they still wouldn't get Mm-mm. The process they deserve. That's just what they do. They like to come for Atlanta. I don't know what it is. Come on, well, y'all. Well, I Hold will up. say about Georgia because I'm not from Georgia. Georgia teams like to let you down in the end. Allegedly. Georgia, no, it is true. It, it happens. Georgia Bulldogs, watch, Atlanta watch, Falcons, watch yourself. Watch yourself. the Braves. Watch yourself. I'm just saying. Watch we got a chip though. Terrible. We got a chip. Sure. Hey, relax. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's my rant. Allegedly, allegedly. But y'all forget that. Who won the MVP last year? Who won the MVP? Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. That was a okay. part of the deal. That was, that was, that was oh, a trade-off, right? Oh, yes. we'll, give you Matt, we'll give you Matt yes. Ryan, but we ain't giving you that ring. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. And, and if you was to have my dad on this show, he will testify to what Carrie just said. Y'all need I'm to just stop. Saying. Y'all really need to stop, man. Because it all was about elevating Brady and the rest of them that don't get paid enough and not because he didn't don't get no nah, they didn't they didn't want Atlanta to win that come on now bro they didn't want Atlanta to win that wow you know they didn't wow I can't believe y'all I really can't believe y'all. all right so we're gonna get ready to wrap up the got beef segment but before we get off that Carrie brought up ESPN 
I ain't gonna say too much because I want to remain uh how did they say neutral. Um a lot of people are up in arms about what ESPN did for against Jamel Hill because of her statements and they made her apologize for her statements that I will not repeat on the show. Uh if y'all okay, let me say this. You shouldn't be shocked that the four letter network turns their back on people that have more melanin than others because they've done it before. They don't mind when Stephen A. Smith cracks down on people with melanin. But if you speak for people of melanin, they got a problem with it. And they always have, and they always will. So I hope y'all understand that that's always going to be the case. It's not going to change. That's just the way the four-letter network is. I'm going to move on after that. All right, so that was I got B7. So we talked a little bit about football. In week two, we saw the Oakland Raiders beat the bricks of the New York Jets. And, you know, we're just going to have a little quick discussion about some of the top stories. And we're going to talk a little bit, just dig a little deeper into those stories. So just follow along with us. So Marshawn Lynch in the middle of the game, third quarter, he decides to have a dance competition. I think they was winning like 35-14, something like that, blowing them out. He decided to dance on the sideline comes out New York Jets don't like it they have a problem with Marshawn Lynch going hyphy on the sidelines I I don't know do y'all think they were just being bitter do you think the Jets just salty um yeah I mean you know we play football sometimes if you're losing you just got to take that L I don't care if the person out there booty shaking in your face <laughs> just, beat them I mean you ain't got nothing to worry about that's how I mean just beat them beat them I th- Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like if the NFL organization didn't come out and say that he did anything wrong, if the referees, they'll usually say, oh, that's bad sportsmanship or that's something, and they'll blow their whistle and they'll, you know, throw a flag or whatever they do and they'll add less points. I don't know how that works. She is trying so hard. So hard. The point <laughs> is they would have said something if he was doing something really wrong. That much I do know. So I feel like they were just being sore losers. Just get over it. It's not being crybabies. I just feel like three or four people from your team coming out with a statement, you're being a crybaby. Man up, get over it, and win your next game. I'm done. Exactly. Exactly. I think what the deal was is that he got put on the jumbo screen. That wasn't him. Yeah. That's the PR. And big ups to the dude that put him on the jumbo screen. You hyping your fans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's giving them a show on and off the field. That's what they paid for. And they're going to be leaving Oakland soon. He's in his hometown. Exactly. Doing what he loves to do. He came out of retirement to play for this team. Big up. And if they cared so bad, go and get the W next week. True indeed. True indeed. I mean, if the Jets, you know, cared about winning, they'll sign Kaepernick. That's all I'm saying. Oh. I mean, it ain't like they need a quarterback. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Minnesota is on their third quarterback. And y'all, okay, all right, you know. cool. All right, he can't play. He can't play. All right, I'm throwing up the air quotes, people, if you can't see that. Um, all right, so all of y'all are basically saying the Jets are being short losers. Yeah. So I'm going to play devil's advocate. Let's say this situation happened. It's not like this happens for real. I'm lying. Um, let's say you, your happy married selves, enjoying life, posting pictures, inviting people over, and you got that single friend. It's like, don't rub it in. 
Y'all gonna be like, don't be a sore single friend. Y'all gonna do that? Y'all gonna do that? It's possible. Real talk. I mean, it's possible. You gonna do that? We've all been single. We That's were all cold single blooded. before we were married. And, Absolutely. And I mean. That's cold-blooded. You you probably, if you're that single friend, you probably won't get invited to that gathering. If you. If you oh, man. <laughs> and if you're Sorry. that single person. If you're that single person that kind of better. I mean, find, a per, find somebody. Maybe there's another oh, bitter single person. We can boo you up with that other single yeah. bitter person. Y'all can be coupled and bitter together. Bitter well, Mike, together. didn't we have this conversation the other day? We were talking about a single person who was just pushing themselves to bitterness. Oh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing really that you can do for people like that. But to be honest, tell them to get over it and try again. <laughs> yeah, but y'all not going to, you're not going to do that. Men might do that. It, I to, was well, in the yeah, car with four women, and there was an older woman amongst us who basically said, "Maybe you need to look at yourself instead of always blaming other people." And if it depends, because if we're really close, I'm probably gonna be that friend. Real talk. Yeah. Real mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. I mean, I would tell my homeboys he's tripping. You know, like, hey man, get's gonna fire you somebody. Don't be happy for me. I did it. Or find some happiness yeah. being single. But see, I okay. So here's my thing. I think men easily do that. We have those type of conversations with our homeboys. We even had that type of conversation with the associate. You know that we're pretty close to. I don't know if women exactly gonna be like. You know, somebody like man. You know, you just posting a lot of pictures on vacation, <laughs> and 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 my wife just gonna be like, you need to get over yourself. You know that. Well, you wouldn't say it like that. What I would say is, well, you know, I was happy on vacation, and so that was something I chose to share. And I wouldn't think that my happiness would have an, a direct impact on your life like that. Like, if it bothers you, seem like maybe, you know, log off of Facebook or Insta. Wow, Jesus. Oh, and um, a side note, to all the married couples on Instagram and Facebook, Stop posting happy pictures when people know your marriage sucks. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Please Here we go. stop that. We went there. We went there. All right. Ooh, we went there. Go to, okay. Wow. All right. And just a little side note. But I don't even have a rant. It's not like you do. I mean, it, 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 it sounds was just a baby like rant. you do. Little baby rant. Little baby rant. rant. I'm uh, tired of that. I'm tired of that. I, I will say, I, I have seen some pictures sometimes, and I'd be like, man, we all know. Man, we Thank just you. gave you counseling last week. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen a couple. I'm like, you just moved back in three days ago. Thank, oh my, thank you. Uh, I've seen thank that. You. I've seen that. Allegedly. 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 Allegedly, I've seen that. Who are these friends? Allegedly, I've seen that. I know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just tired of seeing the couples, you know, posting pictures. Happy anniversary. We made it. You didn't make it. Okay. <laughs> you didn't make it. Okay. While we're talking about Instagram, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to digress just a minute. I know you enjoy your life. You don't have to share every everything that makes you smile on social media. That's true. I went to the mailbox and I got a paycheck. Woo. <laughs> I went to dinner with my husband. Woo. I went to the park with my husband again. Woo. I walked <laughs> my dog. And it's the same day. Like, I'm so glad you're happy. But, like, you are flooding my timeline. And you don't have to. Like, I get it. So, so let me. That's That's not a far digression, though. Should I curb down my happy pictures in public knowing that I might offend some people? I haven't. 
Let's let's be honest. I have the answer. I got said for you though to go back to Mike's point about <laughs> single friend being a hater. You sound like a low key hater. Then if somebody want to be happy posting everything in their life. Don't you sound a little bitter? Okay, no, I don't sound bitter. That's a good question. But here's my thing, because I actually am a, a happy person, and I do take a lot of pictures, but I actually make a conscious effort to enjoy the moment. So I actually don't get a lot of time to post a lot of stuff because okay. I'm too busy enjoying the Fair moment. Fair statement. So if you are posting that much stuff, I feel like you are spending a lot of time projecting an image. Uh-oh. Like, how about you Uh-oh. just live in it? Uh-oh. My bad. If it's Uh-oh. that great, it seemed like you'd be busy living it instead of projecting it. Uh-oh. That's all I'm saying. And real talk, I did have a situation with someone. Allegedly. That Allegedly. <laughs> And I allegedly questioned, I was allegedly concerned, and I allegedly said, are you spending more time projecting than you are living and enjoying? Ooh. From a place of concern. You actually said that, didn't you? Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> now you have to go married to. Now you see. <laughs> no, but I'm being for it. Like, okay, so for example, when we bought our home, I did come to my wife and say, and you might want to relax showing everybody the house because some people who can't get the house are going to feel a certain way. I don't, was I wrong for that? You like, weren't wrong. You know, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to bring unnecessary offensive, you know, I ain't want to be, I'm offensive enough. I didn't want to be offensive I, just I, showcasing how happy I am with the home that I bought. I feel like the person that's going to feel some type of way about me posting pictures about me getting a new home. I mean, this is a life stage. Like, you're right. Everybody doesn't get there. or Maybe it might take them a few years or whatever it is, but it's still a life stage for us. I should be allowed to be happy. And I should be allowed to put that on my social media or to put it in my diary or wherever I want to put it. And I feel like the person that gets upset because I'm happy, I'm kind of with Carrie. Like, you need to look at yourself. Why are you so mad? And we've had this conversation before about me looking at pictures on Instagram, looking at pictures on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, look how that man posts pictures about his woman and how great he is. I look at your timeline. It's all about sports. What is this? We've had this conversation. Wow. Well, this, and all right. Okay. Nicole real talk doesn't post. I'd be looking like, is Nicole still alive? Call her because <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm so bad at it. I, I know I'm so bad at it, but... You know, you could say, well, Nicole, like, why do you even care what other people are posting or what other husbands are posting about their wives? To me, that is an instance where any rational person would look at themselves instead of just getting mad that somebody else is posting happy moments in their life. Mm-hmm. I am going to work on posting. <laughs> I am. I, I have pictures that are just waiting to be posted to Instagram, like from weddings and stuff. But I bet you're too busy living life, though. I am that's like my, that. That's that just yeah. like yeah. it's like I, I work. I that live. I live like last Saturday. I literally did like three things all in one day, all Instagram worthy. None of it's on Instagram because I don't have time. So exactly. So let me say, are you ever cautious showing your happiness to not offend someone? Because let's be honest, happiness offends people. Let's be honest, it, it happens. I mean, everybody's going to be offended one way or another, no matter what you do. You're going to do something to offend somebody. And do yeah, but I, it's weird when people get offended by you being happy, but you know it happens. I guess the selfish part of me is I, I don't care. I want to put my happiness out there. She lying. She care. I, I care. Okay, okay. He's right. I do care, care about how other people feel. But when it comes specifically to social, 
I care about the thing that I shouldn't care about, and that's how many people view my posts. I am sad when I get the same 40 people, <laughs> oh, and Lord. it's not like 100. <laughs> Are you serious? So, oh, my God. It's, it's like a real oh, inner Lord problem. I'm, I'm like speaking out to the podcast world. This is an inside. Like, I get so sad. Like, Baby, why? what's your Instagram? Let's, let's, let's plug your Instagram right now. Okay, so my Instagram is you supposed to be ready. N Winslow seven five five one, which is a very lame name, and I got it like before I got married, whatever. But um, it's my maiden name, and I probably need to change that other number because I think it's linked to some password. You trying to put it out there, so you got to own it. Oh yes, N Winslow seven five five one on Instagram. I do post really cute pictures, especially of our new puppy Thor. He's so adorable. Oh my god, very well He's very well behaved. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, Allegedly. sometimes. Allegedly. Yeah. So, so let me be honest. Um, I am cautious when flaunting my happiness in some people he in front of some is. people. He is. I uh, and and I'm the person that don't care. I don't care how you think, but I don't want to deal with your emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I will if I know you're an unhappy person. I'm not gonna talk too much. Like what you do this weekend, I'm like. Not much. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna be like, man. I went to the Falcons game. We won. We blew them mm-hmm. out. It was fun. I did all this stuff. I played football. I'm not gonna say all that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I chill. I, I will do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not gonna bash the Jets because you was in your feelings. I understand people getting their feelings, but you know, man, man, I mean, you lost. You lost. Man, you do got to look at yourself, but I am very cautious about showing, displaying everything that I'm doing because I, I just I don't want to deal with your emotions. I don't care how you feel. I just I don't want to know how you feel if I'm being honest. Right, and I, it come down to if you don't support me, you can unfriend me. Yeah, there you go. Man, yeah, yeah, that's true. Unfollow. Yeah, I mean, I feel Unbothered. like we're we're in this in the society where we're just babying the crap out of everybody that we can't even do what we really want to do because we're worried if somebody is going to be upset or their feelings or it's going to make them throw up, whatever it is, get over it. And it, it like what you just said about how you shield your happiness on social media because of how you're afraid other people are going to react. That affects you, us. you, you, you changed that whole thing I, around, whatever, but go ahead. That's how I, that's how I heard it. So I just feel like that affects us. Like the fact that, I put a post out um, this yesterday, and I was like, yeah, I'm so excited. My husband's finally able to, like, use his anniversary gift. And the amount of people that didn't know already, like, five months ago, I gave you season tickets to nobody. He never posted it on social media. It hurt my feelings. Oh, no. I know. So, yeah, exactly. (sighs) But then I have to see all his friends who wives got them similar gifts, and it was all over social. So I just feel like it's like that. But that's him though, because he chose to keep that I private. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I share it with, I share it with people when Twitter. I see the when I see the moments. But I just, you know, some people I just I don't want to put that all the way out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you you just had an anniversary and your wife just got you Monopoly, uh, the Atlanta version. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and I got this huge gift. Petty. I can't be all like this. I walk around telling everybody I'm broke. But like, uh, why but can't really? you be like that? That's, I guess, that's the point. Why can't like, you? Why can't you be like that? For me, um, for me, like I said, I don't want to deal with people's feelings. It's not that I care. I just don't want to know. I don't want to know that you're bothered by my post. I don't want to know that you're unhappy. Like, 
I don't even like there's some people you know you know they're unhappy mm -hmm. and you're like I really don't want to talk like, to you I today I don't even am gonna ask you how you're doing yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so I'm just like yeah I know wow so they see me hey how you doing I'm straight I'm straight I'm good I ain't gonna complain um so I, I all I'm saying is do you flaunt your happiness yeah you can but just understand it affects people Mm -hmm. I think Marshawn Lynch saw that, but like Marshawn Lynch, man, I, I don't care either. Yeah. And, and I, I don't care at all. It's period. So what we're going to do, we're going to move on to our next topic. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant because we broke up, brought up social media. Mm -hmm. All right, we are back. Um, I ain't even going to flex. My wife had to go get something to eat. <laughs> That's what happened. All right. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I mean, but um, we, 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 was, we left off. We said we we're going to talk about Kevin Durant. It's going to be a really quick conversation. But I don't know if y'all heard Kevin Durant. He replied to a troll using his real account. It's been alleged that Kevin Durant has alternate Twitter accounts so he can respond to people that's talking about him. So I guess he didn't log out and log back in correctly. So he responded from his official account. Busted. So... I don't even want to say is that lame and all that because I think is the consensus that that was lame. Yes. No. What? Oh, okay. I want to know. It's not lame to me because I feel like the media and our fans as well have made it so where athletes and stars can't be real. They got to fake to be real. That's true. That's that's true. But why not just be real? Just take the because they'll get. I mean. It's like you don't if you do, you don't if you don't. It's, it's I mean, LeBron James is emotional on social media. He ain't losing LeBron no money. LeBron James is emotional, he's, period. He's losing yes. his hair. He's going through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think LeBron don't keep it real, man. LeBron doesn't keep it real. You don't think so? No. Sometimes he be coming at LeBron and he always be trying to I'm gonna be the bigger person. Man, get out of here. Nah, man. sometimes I see the motion come out of him and. It comes out in a real soft manner. Yeah, that, I mean, well, I think he's soft, though. Um, I think the whole deal with Kevin Durant, when did he switch? What, his, are we going on two years now? It'll be the second yeah, year. Yeah, this will be the second year, yeah. Let it go, dude. You left for a reason. You left for a reason. We've all left jobs for a reason. You left That's for true. a reason. Some That's of us true. leave jobs because we hate our boss. Some of us hate jobs because we need more money. Some of us leave jobs because we want a better schedule. And we get what we leave for. He yeah. left to get a ring. And got it. And got it. Most got athletes it. leave to get a ring and they don't get it. They ain't got an MVP. You left, got what you wanted. Let the haters talk because you got coins too. Leave it alone. Everybody's not going to like you and everybody's not going to respect you. But you know what? If you stayed at OKC... Everybody's not going to like you and everybody's not going to respect you. It's just the way that it is. Let it go. But see, here's what social media has done to people in general. Because sometimes we forget athletes and people. Social media has allowed everybody to have a voice, including the sensitive people, mm -hmm. the overly sensitive. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not going to lie. This has been the worst reflection on guys because guys have always had a mantra like, you know, we tough, we ain't really sensitive. Social media has let all that sensitivity out the bag. Mm -hmm. And we see sensitive dudes everywhere. And I'm like, golly, do I think he should have responded to the troll that was just asking a regular old question? No, but he's sensitive <laughs> and he wanted to respond. My thing is why you just, if you want to respond so bad, just respond. You ain't just, gotta set up different Twitter accounts and all that for what? 
Just like when Peyton did the little petty little joke at the ESPYs and made a comment about, what was the little joke when Peyton was like, ask Kevin or something like that? Oh, yeah. Gymnast. Yeah. Our gym team was so good. Kevin Durant wanted to join them. Yeah, like yeah. that was funny. I mean, that was the that's the joke, dude. You left to get a ring. Like, laugh. You got the ring. I just feel like he needs to lighten it up a little bit. Like, and if he can't lighten up, maybe if he is that sensitive, then maybe he needs a new career. Like that just comes with the territory. You are a celebrity. Yeah. And I people are paying yeah. hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Regular people are paying hundreds of dollars. Oh, that brings me. I'm gonna digress a little bit. His new shoe has the haters. What oh, haters yeah, said, yeah, he did. low key on the side of the shoe, and then his little ma- mantra on top of it. Yeah, I was like, that is marketing genius because the whole thing with these millennials is everybody's got a hater. Yeah, now everybody's gonna relate to having all these haters, and they're gonna drop 150 or however much those shoes are. You got regular folks dropping all these coins for shoes That's that true. got your name on it. I'm gonna need for you to not be so sensitive because you're taking that sensitivity to the bank and you got these young kids tapping into that. That's so true. you can't be that sensitive. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. Mini rant number two. I agree with you. Yeah, look at my bank account. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, if I had the bank account he has, I'm gonna be saying what But see, you're different. Like you're different. You gotta understand this is somebody who does great athletic feats. We see him do physical marvels. And he's sensitive. We can't link the two because we're from a different era. Like we just looking like, what? Why are you even responding? Because that's just what they do now. Yeah. My thing is just respond you. in pub. Like so respond from I'm your right. account. Well, we are too, so I can't. I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm I just. A no, you're no. not. No, no I'm a zenial. No, there's a new thing. It's called a zenial. And it's when only, they came up with it. <laughs> Google it. It's a zenial, and it's only an eight-year gap. Yep, so that's not it's recognized like the, by those anything. Of us, those of us that are like grew up knowing how to roll down a car window and knowing what a what a um what a what a phone is on the wall. Oh, rotary like the, phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a true millennial, they don't even know what that is like firsthand. Like we've experienced that. We've experienced yeah, Atari. Okay. True millennials right. haven't experienced that. Zillio, so okay. So it's a very small window. This. So we are like part generation X I'm not a and millennial. part millennial. We are a Zennial. I'm Generation X. I'm gonna have to do some research behind that. Oh, I'm Google it. <laughs> we don't care. Um, <laughs> all right, let me let me take the Kevin Durant thing a little deeper because I think we all agree that he being sensitive, but you know he also got a right to be sensitive if he wants to. I mean, it's his social media. He just got to deal with the backlash of that. So, are there rules for social media in relationships? That's what I want to know. Do y'all uh, have rules in y'all relationship? Yes, I just found this out. Really? Okay. I just got an Instagram this year. Uh, okay. I was so anti. I'm so Instagram. proud of you. I was too. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't want Instagram either. And I figured out that you can't respond. One of the rules is somebody DM you. I didn't know that. Everybody I know knows that. that. I, I did. I mean, they even made songs about it. Yeah. I, I'm new to Instagram. Did I, did I say? But you're supposed I, to do your research before you got on there. I, I'm, I'm like, listen to hip hop, like. How yeah. you know not to DM? Like if they they only did DM you know you, this person personally? No. Did no. They no any, you don't respond? Did you have any friends in common? E- no. No, I guess no. Why did they hit you in a DM? Nice to meet you, Mister Roberts. 
It was being nice. Thank, thank you. Well, why it couldn't they nice. say that on your picture that you posted? Mm-hmm. I didn't know the rules. They didn't want to do things in the public. But now I do. <laughs> I can't so, answer DMs. So, can't answer DMs. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Do we have the same rule? If, if there's a, a DM I, from somebody I, I you am, know. I answer DMs. I think it's okay if it's somebody you legitimately know, mm-hmm. y'all are talking okay. about something that's legitimate. But getting a DM from a random <laughs> who I go on, you know, this person's uh, Instagram and it's a little. You being fake, a, a female. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, let me just this say, is, if I go this on is this the chick's Instagram, if I go on this chick's Instagram, <laughs> her butt hanging out every two and a half seconds, and the only people the that whole follow half second? her, okay. whatever, the only people that follow her are like a thousand men and two women, and she's like, yeah, I'm into fitness. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I, I just, I mean, why the H E are you like responding to that type We're of female? Take away your wine. <laughs> Why are you responding to that type of female? I have to actually. Inter- I don't. I don't do that. If why? I have to interject. It's not a rule. We were right there. It wasn't like he wasn't allowed to respond. I was just like, she's not being nice. So she she says, "Nice to meet you, Mister Roberts." So he responds, "Nice to meet you too." That's polite. But I'm like, you going down a path that you don't want to go down. So then they embark in this conversation. Oh, this conversation. And I'm like, you gonna have to let her know. It's got to a, a junk. I'm like, off top, I was like, you gonna have to let you. You gonna have to let her know she you're married, because what she's doing is she's feeling, she's feeling you out. He's like, no, she's being nice. I said, I know, because if she's just being nice, she would have commented under your picture. The fact that she's commenting in the DM on a Saturday night at 11:30. Oh no. <laughs> Well, they could she be in a different time zone. She ain't trying to be nice. So, anyways, fast forward 30 <laughs> minutes. He had to go ahead and let her know, yeah, me and my wife, so-and-so. And then she going to hit back, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be disrespectful. Because she wasn't trying to just be nice. But she would been, she wasn't, you know. She was not disrespectful, but it was evident by the way the conversation was going that she wasn't just trying to be nice. So, just to put it out there, it wasn't like he's not allowed to respond to DMs. He just was going in there like, oh, she's being friendly. I'm like, yeah, she being friendly, but she being friendly for a purpose. So so you think a rule is like y'all share DMs? No, we no, don't. No, 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 no. no. I didn't feel like guests don't do anything disrespectful. Uh, I wish it, I doesn't. I do like certain pictures of other women. Like I'm a fan of Shania Lathan when Shania Lathan posts a very nice She's picture. awesome. Do you like, like her new it. haircut? Yes, I do. Okay. I think she, I mean, she can have any kind of wow. hairstyle. And she's, still, she's like almost on ball. I mean, it's, no, she's pretty much bald. Yeah, she got a brush cut. Yeah. She's, she's got Mike's hair. So, Wait, this is a sports podcast. What's a brush cut? We don't know that. What is that? What's a brush cut? Yeah, mm-hmm. what's a brush cut? We don't, never, we don't know what a brush, a brush cut, cut is. Are y'all being for real? You got yeah, a brush yeah. It or no. something? like you have a brush cut. That, oh, so oh, you, like you a haircut and you can brush it. You call it a brush cut? Is that a? That's a Rochester thing. Yeah, I never heard of a brush cut. Okay, like you have a you have a brush cut. So if you got a brush or hair, it's a brush cut. I used yeah. to have a brush cut. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but hers is 
Mike. Hers is more like Mike's. Yeah. Yeah. My thing, there the rules to DM should be similar to the rules in real life. If a woman <laughs> came up to you and said <laughs> at eleven thirty PM at eleven thirty PM, hi Saturday. Mr. Roberts, how are you doing? What would you immediately think about that woman? You're like, oh, she's trying to get my phone number. Let me go ahead and immediately tell her I'm taken. In real life, that's how you would respond because the woman is all up in front of you. I just feel like that's the same response you should have with direct messages from random chicks. Mm-hmm. I didn't use any other word. <laughs> why are you? Why are you looking at me like that? I ain't never saying, got no. Whatever. I don't know what you got because you know Mike. He, you know, he has more freedom than what he lets on to. Mm. I, I didn't say that. I do not do- check his phone. I don't check his social media. No, like I no. just trust him. My wife yeah. doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't check. That's how it that. should be. Yeah, we don't check each other's stuff either. Yeah. She, she don't have to. I mean, exactly. I'm saying if I, if I have to do all of that, yeah, then there's a there's a deeper issue. Yeah, you that that shows you got trust issue. You got to right. check all of that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, one day her mom sent her a text message at like one o'clock in the morning, and I was like, uh, "Excuse me." <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked. I was like, "Oh, okay." That's about to leave. Okay, so I do have a rule. I told my wife when we go on vacations and stuff, do not post that we are away. Okay. Wait till we get back to post. Like that's my one rule. Now part of that is because I'm from East Point, Georgia, and I'm just paranoid. I'm just okay. a paranoid person. So I'm just like somebody gonna see that and then go to my house and know some mm-hmm. nobody's there mm. and rob me blind. So that's my one rule. Do not post that we are away for a long period of time. Do you know if you go out of town? and your house gets robbed, that your homeowner's insurance might check your social social media and may not pay because mm. of that. Really? Because they're actually putting that when we were in the process of buying our house, that was some that was part of the homeowner safety stuff that we were taught. Don't post when you go out of town if you don't have people staying right. at your house. Right. For Ooh. that reason. See? Fortifies that rule even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't have any rules. Um, Nicole has had her social media for a long time. We even had a, a nice crack at the fact that she has old pictures um, from back in college, way so before old. she met me. So old. I have to dig through. You that. know what I'm saying? So I, I don't care. I don't care that shit. It, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I don't really care if you respond to DMs as much as. Don't hide it. If you hide it, then we got a problem. I agree. But I'm never going to hide it. Like, I think one time uh, Tahiri responded to a tweet that I had. And I was like, oh, snap, turn up. (laughs) I told you that. I told you that. Don't act like you don't remember that. I mean, first of all, okay, so my face is very different. Like, sidebar, because I'm married to this man... I slick become fans of people and he doesn't really know. Even though she's going through a hard time, I really like her. Why is she going through a hard time? I just feel what are you like Tahiri. Oh man, she a thought. I, I mean Okay, sorry. whatever. She's, no, she's, I'm she's not gonna. having a hard time right now. Okay. What? Just figuring out life. Oh. She's yeah. single and can't keep a man. This is all facts. Okay. All right. They're, they're true. So, so you but, feel bad for her. But okay, I cool. do, I do. I really like her. I think she's really pretty. So I stopped following her FYI. Depressing. Oh, but that's her butt's really big. No, this is just depressing. 
Ah, yeah, I saw that little trap you just tried to set for me. I Euro stepped that trap. <laughs> <laughs> I just, if somebody like Tahiri DMs my husband, which, A, yes, I'm going to wonder why are you DMing my husband. But then the other part of me, because I work in advertising, I'm like, oh my goodness, that means that you are becoming an influencer to the point that other famous people are noticing you. So part of me would have been like, oh my God, Tahiri DM'd you. But then the wife side of me would have been like, Tahiri DM'd you. Did she send a pic? Hmm. You need to delete her immediately. Oh my god, <laughs> she sent a pic. I'm not telling nobody. Mm. Um, <laughs> Why did I not know who she is? She used to date Joe Button. Yeah. Oh. And um, she was on what was it, Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, Love and Hip Hop. Oh, mm. I don't want to. Yeah. Pull that microphone closer there. Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, there it is. Um, so I think that's my only rule. Rule. Other than that, we could do anything pretty much. We can post whatever we want. Oh, you know what? This is not a social media rule for us, but I think it's a rule in general. We don't post uh, everything going on in our relationship, especially the bad. Because you post the bad and people come out of the woodworks, Mm -hmm. especially on social media. Who posts bad stuff on social media? Everybody. Oh, my God. Yes. We know some people. Yes. I saw a couple go through a breakup on social media and she sold his shoes on social media Mm. and he was responding to the posts of people buying his shoes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who are these shoes? ratchet people? Oh my god! So allegedly, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if they're like real that. people or not. I'm just I don't know saying. Like that. Allegedly, I've seen that happen. Okay, I know that we're over the rant segment, but I just have this one statement, and maybe it just ties to what you guys were saying earlier. I just want people to know, social media is for everybody to see. Essence, the meaning of social. This is not your personal diary. Oh, you Stop writing that. everything about yourself. You can't it is out that. there. People can see it. Your mom, your teachers, your future employers. And this is maybe for that, I don't know, 25 and younger. Stop it. That's that's all I have to say. They so have yeah. to stop. So, yeah, for us, even if it's positive, I, I'd be like, we ain't got to tell everybody every good thing going on about us. We don't have to tell everybody every bad thing mm-hmm. going on about us. We just don't. And I think that leaks over into social media for us, um, especially like, Good things. I remember one day, my wife, okay, if you don't know my wife, you don't know that my wife has mouth vomit. You don't know what that is? Mouth vomit <laughs> is where you can't control what's coming out of your mouth. You just talk relentlessly. So one day, somebody asked me, I'm not going to say who, somebody was like, hey, Allegedly. can you put my thermostat in? Excuse me, how do you know I know how to put in the thermostat? Oh, yeah, Nicole, tell me how you put yours in. I look at her like, really? Mm. Really? So now I got to do some work because you just couldn't control. Mm. (laughs) So for me, that leaks over into social media. Just don't just be putting everything. Mm -hmm. Do you really want to call that mouth vomit? Or I'm just so proud of this awesome, amazing husband that I have who can step up. And he knows how to use tools. Mm. And he is strong. And I am just, you know, so proud of him that I just can't control my Mm. happiness. And just, I'm Mm. just, I'm so in love and I'm so happy that. I got a man that can do this. Wow. Is it that or is it mouth vomit? Mouth vomit. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This is a great conversation, but we got to move on, wow. man. 
All right, man. Next topic, I got to talk about Kyrie Irving's interview on oh, yeah. the Four Letter Network. I'm ready to talk um, about this. If you haven't caught it, uh, Kyrie Irving was on First Take today talking about why he left Cleveland. Uh, everybody has seen parts of the video or the full video. What's your thoughts? I, I ain't even going to ask no questions. I just, I just want to know. I feel like um, it was very mature of Kyrie to come out and do an interview um, and say, you know, how he felt about the situation. Um, he's he becoming his own player. He's becoming mm, yeah. that superstar he want to be out of LeBron's shadow. Um, because Kyrie, even Kyrie knows that before LeBron got there, he was he was on a losing team. That's he true. He was a loser. That's true. So now when LeBron got there, he was a winner. So now he feel like. LeBron kind of taught him how to win, made him a better player, and now you know he's want to be his own man. He want he want to be on that Kobe, LeBron level. We're putting Kobe and LeBron on the same level. Wow. No, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm saying gets a winner, gets on that winner level. They can have your own team. Level. LeBron's a winner. Sometimes. I mean, I'm on LeBron big time hater. I throw it yeah. out there. He's a winner sometimes. He's I get not you a that. winner. He's not a winner to me because once you win with a team by yourself, you're a winner. I mean, period. I mean, Kobe won without Shaq, but LeBron got three rings. Fair. Dwayne Wade got no rings. He got five losses though in the finals. Go ahead. I feel like he did an excellent interview. He was like Nicole said. We talked about it earlier. He was very well spoken. Mm -hmm. He was very professional. He was very political. He danced around those questions like a that tap dancer in New York. On Broadway in 1922, he was hopping, dancing around those questions. He was prepped. I yes. feel like he was definitely prepped. The answer is he kept he kept making reference to not being happy. Excuse me. He did say that. He was like he wants to be happy. Yeah. Where and he was like where he's going, he wants to be happy. He yeah. never said where I'm at. I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. But he obviously alluded to the fact that he was putting on until he could be out. And he wanted to be happy where he was going. True statement. And I think basically he was sick and tired of LeBron. I also am a big time LeBron hater. Yeah. And I feel I feel like LeBron treat because I can't think of his name down in um the Heat. He will always be in the young the young guy's face talking down to him. He'd be talking down Eric to Kyrie. Eric Spolstra. Yeah, yeah. Talking down, talking down. And it's like, you are you don't have to do all that. And Kyrie probably got sick of that. And Kyrie probably just wanted to be his own player. Are you talking but about I feel, Chalmers? The point guard? Sorry, yeah, Chalmers. Oh, the point guard. Yeah, sorry, Chalmers. He talked down to the coach, too. He did he talk down to the coach, yeah. But I just feel like he probably got sick of that. And he probably just was tired of him and was probably like, I'd rather play on my own team and get no ring than get a ring with that jerk. Ooh, it's probably what he wanted to ooh, say, but we, he didn't want to say it because it's LeBron. Oh, we might. And come he back. probably didn't tell LeBron he was going because he probably can't stand him. We might come back to that one. That, that oh boy, that we might come back to that one. Um, I also thought this was a very political, uh, uh interview or response. Um, I thought he was slick, messy with some of his <laughs> answers. I saw right through it. I can read between the lines. I know what he said, something about, you know, he just wants to go somewhere where he can be taught. Something. I was like, what does so that mean? So much shade. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. So, I, like I said, I think um, one thing we all know, and, and, you know, we're new dog owners. You guys have been dog owners for how long? Like 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. I, so I have learned how important it is to establish yourself as an alpha. 
in now in your home. Mm-hmm. And there cannot be two alphas in a home. Yeah. No. I think Kyrie was like, I'm an alpha. I ain't finna sit here and put up mm-hmm. with LeBron. And he I just also, can't do it. And I also think that Kyrie, when they won that ring, I don't think he got the props that he deserved. Yeah. I mean, his shot won oh, yeah. LeBron that oh, yeah. ring. And I feel like everybody, and even though LeBron had a great series, Kyrie also had a great series. Yeah. You know? So I feel like Kyrie now want the respect that he deserves. True. You know, you can't, you're never going to have that respect playing with LeBron James. So you don't have a problem with him doing this interview? You don't have a problem with him leaving? Not at all. I like that he was silent for so long. It's so much better than I'm taking my talents yes. to South Beach. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I like the fact, I think that he handled it well. He handled it mostly behind closed doors. This is the first time we heard him speak on it. And he was super prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And it frustrated Stephen A. Mm-hmm. Uh, it frustrated Max Kellerman. Um, and, and it was nothing else they could do. Mm-hmm. But, but it was like they thought they were going to get these sound bites, but you really didn't. But um, in, in reference to Kyrie, I like the fact that he left. I respected the fact that he left. Something that Kerry said, I think he understands that there's a risk that I may not get a ring with this new team. And I'm cool with it. That says a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. Because some people just trek along just because it's a good situation. Mm-hmm. He said, I ain't trekking along because it's a good situation. I want to be happy. And yeah. It, it's come to a point now where we really got to start calling LeBron out. I mean, yeah. you left Cleveland, you had drama. You left Miami, you had drama. Now True. Kyrie leaving because of drama. It's it just like it's time for LeBron, you know, to, to kind of come out or people to come out and be like, LeBron carries drama, you know, he with his antics and everything, and how he, he he's a diva to me. I wish that they could teleport him to the '80s and make him play with those those players in the '80s, where he you had to have heart and you had to be mentally and physically strong. And they talk so much trash and they beat you up and you couldn't run to the press and say everything like and be running to the rest all the time. Like so much of that stuff was squashed on the court. They handled that stuff on the court. Yeah. LeBron is always running to the media. He's always crying to the rest. How many times is he grabbing his wrist, talking about he had a foul? Like handle that on the court. I mean stop being a punk. That was back then too. Jordan did that. Jordan whoa, cried. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jordan was not a crier. I guess you want to put that out. Oh, there. you Jordan kidding me? Jordan was not me. a crier. He was not a crier. He mad. The crying up. started with oh, Jordan. Oh, no, 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 no. The league, if y'all want to, my two conspiracy theories, the league saw that Jordan going to bring them so much money, so they changed the rules for Jordan. That's true. Jordan did not cry and changed those rules. But once those rules came, did he not cry? He embraced them. He embraced That's not his that's fault. That's the same thing. That's not, no, that's I not crying. I think they changed that's the rules crying. because you had – the bad boys, they were beating up everybody. And yeah, then, they, I mean, they, they, whooped, they, they were out Jordan. there like hockey players having like boxing matches. I wouldn't put the Knicks with the bad boy. I know you're a Knicks I didn't, fan. I didn't say anything about the Knicks. <clears throat> I, I thought, I thought, oh, I I thought you said Knicks. bad boys okay. isn't that Detroit? Right. Let me All say right. this. I'm a, I'm a LeBron hater. I am I'm well documented on this podcast as a LeBron hater. Um, I think LeBron physically would have done pretty much the same thing back then. Yeah. I mean – I was telling somebody there was only one other player in the 80s, 90s era that was built like LeBron that could do what he did. That was Dominique Wilkins. Everybody else, 
and and if it, if you take away all of what ESPN tries to say about Dominique, you watch when he played back then. Can nobody stop Dominique? But mentally, you, but mentally, I don't know if LeBron could have handled. LeBron it. doesn't have it. Oh, but you LeBron know what though? Have it. I don't know if Jordan could have handled the social media age. No. I think he could have. I, I, uh, that's a good point. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't Jordan know. had a lot of little secrets too. Yes, I he think did. Jordan I would think Jordan would have locked himself in a closet and only come out for practicing games. I think Jordan would have done the exact same because he was that focused. Think about it. He went to the Olympics and trained with those dudes for what six weeks and yeah. systematically beat every single one for all those extra rings. Mm-mm. He would have I mean, done the same thing. I think winning conquers all, and John was a winner, so. I think all the other drama would have been pushed aside. But we would have known it. Like, for example, because I'm a hardcore fan, I knew that more than one player on that Chicago team, some of the best Chicago team, didn't like Jordan. Yeah. yeah. I know that just because yeah. I've done the research. In the social media age, everybody will know that. So every time you pass a Steve Kerr, everybody's going to say, is there beef? <laughs> but back then, nobody knew. I so, mean, you know what I'm saying? You didn't pay attention to the little stuff. But look how Jordan handled the Isaiah Thomas beef. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a big topic. And he just, you know. Oh, if social media was around back then, that's yeah, that would, But that's that what I'm saying. But a lot of that, they didn't bring to the, they didn't bring that to the media either. A lot of that, they kept it in the, they talked a lot of trash on the court. Yeah, and but, people are but so sensitive it, these they days. They can't, they can't the do that. Interviews. Yeah, like I feel like LeBron brings a lot of that crap to the interview because I feel like he's always looking for someone to to cry to. Man, that's fair. He is a crybaby. He is a crybaby. You know what I'm saying? I will say. I just sorry. I, I mean, I agree with you. I'm not a LeBron fan. Um, I do think that he cries just a bit too much, but I do know that Kyrie was in a better ring situation with LeBron mm-hmm. than where he is now. Mm-hmm. But like I said again, that says a lot that Kyrie was willing to take that risk. And LeBron's ring chance just plummeted when Kyrie left. And also... Ooh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You don't think so? Nah. I feel like this is such a point guard league now. He really want his own team. Kyrie, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He, he won't, his, he won't. I think be he's an alpha. Best. Yeah, so he's an alpha. You gotta leave LeBron if you want to do that. Yeah, he don't, he don't want to be. Um, he Kyrie, Kyrie isn't Dwayne Wade. Yeah, we, we don't give enough credit to to Dwayne Wade, who stayed an alpha and bring and brought in another alpha. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's very hard to do. He did that do. twice. He did that yeah. with Shaq and with LeBron. Yeah, and he was still the alpha. That's very difficult. Kyrie, like, I ain't with all that. I ain't with it. And LeBron the, was probably disrespectful, too. We done seen some things that yeah. done got caught on camera. Um, But uh, let, let's take this a little further because I think this is all about a big breakup anyway. <laughs> That's why everybody caring so much. When, you're, when there is a breakup, is it important to tell the other person that you intend to leave? Because in the interview... Stephen A. asked, did you tell LeBron that you wanted out of Cleveland? And Kyrie's answer was, why? <laughs> I didn't need to tell him anything. See, that's... I, and, and when there's a relationship, do you have to tell the other person, hey, I'm about to go? 
I know Mantrell has uh, words right now. I'm just going to speak real quick. I just think it's common courtesy, and I feel like that's something, especially these youthful people, they don't get. Um, I work in corporate America, and I had someone um, last year actually quit, and they decided that they didn't need to tell me that they were quitting, that as long as they told upper management that it was fine. And I literally sat down that person and said, why did you not tell me that you were leaving? And they said, I just really didn't feel like it was important for you to know. <laughs> and I just feel like it's just that it was just a statement to this generation. Mm-hmm. Period. They don't get it. They don't understand common courtesy. And it's just a courteous thing. So to in a relationship, which to me is closer than any kind of like job or whatever you could have. Yeah, it's common courtesy. It's just courteous. Even if you hate that person. Hey, by the way, I know you're cheating. We're breaking up. Like, whatever. Say something. Did they give you a two weeks notice? That guy? Yeah. Oh, no. He hadn't even found a job. He was just letting us know that he was unhappy and that he was leaving. I mean, he didn't give you a two weeks. He didn't stay two weeks. He stayed about three months after he let us know that. Oh, he gave you fair oh, enough warning. that was warning. fair, girl. Yeah, he yeah. gave you fair oh, enough that warning. That was too much notice. You better Kevin Durant right now. Yes, you <laughs> are. <laughs> no, she being LeBron. Um, let, let me say my piece real quick. Um, also a different situation. I believe that when your happiness is in jeopardy, you don't have to tell the other person anything. Because when your happiness is in jeopardy, that means it's deeper than it's deep. Mm-hmm. That other person know there's issues. If, if happiness is an issue, I'm not talking about mistakes. Mistakes happen, and then there's a breakup. That's different. We got to talk about that type of stuff. But if it's a happiness issue, like what Kyrie said, man, I'm out. You know it's an issue. I will never forget when, uh, when the Cleveland Cavaliers lost this last championship. They walked off the court. LeBron put his hand around Kyrie and said, we going to be back here next year. Kyrie said nothing. <laughs> I I saw it. I was like, first of all, I was like, LeBron, you lame. So you just going to send everybody else out to pasture? You just like, nah, we going to be there. You ain't get your whole team together and say we going to be there. Mm. You grab Kyrie. Kyrie looking at him like, you a sucker. And I, and I wasn't shocked that he left. So I what I'm saying is, I think when the relationship is dealing with happiness, I think people can see it. I ain't got to tell you nothing. When I get fed up and this happiness is more important, I got I, I'm gone. My my point kind of agree with that. It all depends on what you did to me. If you hurt me, I don't I don't think I should tell you anything. Oh well. I mean, you just going to if we live together, you going to come home and be gone. I mean, it's I don't think I should tell you anything. But if we just Sit down with each other and be like, man, it's not going good. We respect each other. Oh, yeah. Let's break up, I tell you. But if you hurt me at all, I don't have a chance. If tell I you. hurt, what do you mean by that? Oh, you cheat on me. <laughs> Boom, so so according out. to Mike, there are some, some things oh, here we where go. you should look beyond the cheating. Like, there are certain circumstances where you're like, well, I understand why you cheated. Or I, I get it. So if... if Mantrail's a man. Mm-hmm. If someone cheats on you, you're done. There's no like you're gonna give her a second chance no. or you're gonna understand or you're gonna get it. Nope. And nope. Carrie, you feel the same way? No, I just know he was gonna say that. Oh, you knew he was gonna mm-hmm. say that. Okay. And yeah, I pretty much feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. not. We don't have children involved, yeah. so it's not like we gotta stay together for the kids. Dang. That's a good point. Um, 
Cayman is definitely coming with me. Bullet is, you know, we might have to go to court over Bullet. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) She's coming with me. But um, I think that as far as the whole relationship situation, if you're breaking up with a relationship and you're in tune to that person, you should know if they're unhappy or not. So if they leave, you sh- it should not be a surprise. Yeah. If it's a re- if it's a work relationship environment, um, if y'all are coworkers and you don't get along, you probably don't care, and that's cool. It's true, true, but it's true. Oh, I'm, that's so true. I'm only talking to the boss. I'm sorry, Nicole. If we're coworkers, and I but and see we, that wasn't my coworker. That was yeah, that somebody. Was, he directly reported to me. He went over mm. my head and turned and told them that he was leaving. He was petty, but real talk. He stayed three months though. Yeah, and was it was it in writing that he was supposed to give you notice? Because I've done that. I had a problem with the person I reported to, and I had meetings with that person, and it was evident that I wasn't happy, and he was making like I was happy. So I had to go ahead and jump. Here's my here's my yeah. five week notice. Thanks for playing. See you later. Bye. Yeah, it wasn't a so, situation. We can talk about that situation offline okay. when we're not on the podcast. <laughs> the, the guy has some issues. But I think that's still single. I'm just saying. All right. But I think All right. We're going to cut you off. Mouth vomit right there. Uh, but I think we're in a work environment. I think the, the level, as far as Kyrie is concerned, LeBron is his coworker. Yeah. So I think the level of, that he shares is going to be more along the lines of if he likes him or not. Because really, the only person he has to tell is who's signing his check, who's his DM and the owner, yeah. or the GM and the owner. I think that's huge because I think Stephen A. tried to make it seem like, well, LeBron is this huge superstar. He's the best player in on the face of the planet and all this stuff. I, I think that's where everybody's confusion is. Like, nah, that's still my coworker. Yeah, like, aren't they the yeah. – they're one of 12 on the roster, yeah. right? Yeah. They each take a twelfth of the spot on the roster. So I think in relationships, I think too, I think so many times people look at, um, so many people just look at who the better person is in a relationship. Why would you leave this person? It don't matter. We're we're on the same plane. Lord knows, Mantrell's heard me complain about a lot of unhappy jobs. And happiness means a lot, and sometimes yeah. you just got to bounce. And I feel like if you don't have no attachment together when it comes to a relationship, if y'all don't stay together or anything, hey, man, break up. About, are you talking about a relationship or a work relationship? I mean, when it comes to a work relationship, if we just co-workers, I ain't got to tell you nothing. Mm. I mean, True indeed. If we just co-workers, I, I, and Just I, like I, in a relationship, if we don't stay together, I feel like I ain't got to really let you know when I break up with you. How are you gonna? How are they gonna know you broke it up? I ain't gonna say all that because you ain't gonna. I mean, when I when I don't answer my you calls, just ghost? yeah, we get you just gonna ghost on them. That's, that's it, man. Yeesh, that's savage. Mantrell, that's not true because the girl you dated before me, you didn't go ghost on her. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, I didn't date nobody Uh-oh. before you. You talked to somebody before me, and I know you did not go ghost on her. You Carrie, better know. Let's just gonna put this out there for the record. Who was my first girlfriend? I was your first official girlfriend, but the girl you were talking to, you let her know that you were no longer talking to her. I know who she is. She's a nice girl. <laughs> oh, you caught you stutter. You got him. <laughs> I I really love that Carrie was so matter of fact. I know who she yeah, is. Yeah, that was funny. You know, Mike, one day we're going to get there. Because wow. I know. Wow. I know. I'm not going to respond to that. Uh, I'm not either. <laughs> but you know, you let her know. You were like, I'm talking to somebody. But we wasn't. 
What is up with me and not trying to claim us in the beginning of the relationship? Mike was like, oh, well, I know we went on a couple dates, but I was still dating other people. Yeah, you, you got yeah. to be. We're not exclusive yet. Basically, you know? it's like he's the coach of the basketball team and all these girls are on the bench. So you just waiting to get pulled to get put in the game. Yeah. So basically, he benched all the other girls and you became the starter. Wow. No, nah, right. you became the superstar. You, you became came in LeBron. there, you bust 53. Wow. I would like to be better than LeBron. Again, his wow. hairline, not that great. Ooh, Jesus Dang. Christ. <sighs> she is my wife, people. I mean, he does make enough money. He could do it. He really can. Something. He could do so much. They could Thank do some you. experiments. He really can. Um, so let me go back because Nicole said something. I feel like I need just five. For the record, I f- I'm not going to fully answer this question. You can find the full answer when you check out the Under the Influence Productions. They're going to come out with a YouTube series. I will be involved. Just follow at UTI underscore podcast. All right. But my wife mentioned something about the fact that I look at cheating a little differently. He does. I, I'm not a person that's like... I want to know everything, but it, what did I tell you? I, I just basically say like, if I find out, so it's going gonna to be worse. If you tell me, then I'll evaluate from there. Mike. Yeah. Mike wants to know, like if you're cheating, tell me. And then if emotion is involved, that's where Mike draws a line. I feel like if I got wasted and who would even do this? But if I got wasted and just slept with like some random people do this every weekend, go ahead. Possibly <laughs> down the block, you know, get that one of those diseases that they have commercials about. Then wow. like, you know, Mike could be like, Oh, I understand. You Wait, you got a disease. No, 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 no. no. That, Don't be adding new layer. stuff in there. She layer. added new stuff in here. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. But in all, in all, you ain't going to get burned. Okay. <laughs> Real talk, though. We've talked about this. He's like, I, he'll have to evaluate the situation. Yeah, I have Just to evaluate because, every situation. You know, if I cheated, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, you cheated and I'm done. Now, if it's, uh, oh, my God, you cheated and, wait, you were in love with this person? Wait, you went on dates with this person? Then that's where he's like, no. They had a relationship. Yeah. You had a relationship. Yeah. And let's say, like, I think one day we were talking about what if it wasn't even sex involved? It was just like, wait, did you really have a relationship with this person? It was just... His thing is about emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Emotional and did I find out on my own? Yeah. And you know how in, intuitive I am. I pay attention to everything. Yeah. It's hard to sneak anything in his house. If I find out, like if you decide to go that route, you better be good at it. I don't ever need to find out. Like ever, ever need to find out. But if you do something and you just like, man, I ain't doing that no more and I ain't got to bear this bone. Do I feel differently about it? Yeah, sure I do. I sure do. But if I find out like, oh, I got to run into the dude and all that other stuff, man, no, nope, nope. All that stuff allegedly Kevin Hart is going through allegedly when somebody's trying to extort him allegedly. Nah, I ain't, I ain't sticking around for all that. For what? No, mm-hmm. no. Nah. Nah. I'm going to be like Kyrie. I'd rather uh, value my happiness. There you go. Go ahead and bow out gracefully before yeah. it gets bad. So let's let's jump right back on Kyrie really quick because I want to know this. Is it okay to be selfish to be happy? Absolutely. I think so, yes. Too. You think so too? Yep. But see, here's the thing. We're married. Y'all been married for a long time. We've been married for a long time. We know we don't put a lot of work into this. 
just me being like, I just want to be happy and be selfish. I'm out. I, I, I don't put too much work in to do that. And I don't put too much work in to accept that as an answer. I, I feel like you're you're asking two different things. Will you put on the lens of your marriage relationship? It's not that easy. But if you're asking me from like a work point of view, which is what Kyrie, Kyrie was, was going in. through. Absolutely. Like you're paying me to do a service at the end of the day. I don't care if it's a service that entertains people. I don't care what it is. You're paying me for something I'm doing. And if it's important to me to be happy while I'm doing it, hey, that's my prerogative. I think he, he anybody has every right to be selfish and be happy. Mm-hmm. Now, in a relationship, especially a marriage, there are going to be certain... Um, Things that you're going to have to let go of, um, compromises you're going to have to make. Yeah, yeah. And being happy is important. I think every married couple should strive to be happy. Happiness is a decision. I came to that conclusion about I, and I, I, a while, no, little while I, ago. I, I, and Mike, <laughs> I'm going to slightly disagree with you because you, you're you at that point where you're like, I'm going to make myself happy. People should be happy in their relationships. But people aren't. I feel... Well, it's just true. It up an extra... We're gonna leave like mental health and depression out of it because some okay. people, yeah, right. Some people can't make that choice, right? But that's all. Continue. That's all. I'm just saying, it's a decision to be happy because you have to take happiness into your own power, even if you're in a relationship. But some people are not able to do that. I feel they like you, but. So back to Carrie's point, you don't know what people are going through and people are dealing with things in different types of ways. That is your mechanism for dealing with things. You make yourself happy. If I'm in a certain situation, no matter what I tell myself or convince myself or try to, oh, I'm going to pretend like things are black when they're really white, there's going to be situations where me, myself, I cannot make myself happy. I can't. Like, I might try to, I might want to, I might, okay, I don't want to argue, whatever, but there's, and and maybe it's the difference between men and women. I it don't know. It might be. I don't know. There are certain things you just is, can't Is happiness yourself. a decision? I won't say, I won't. I think, say yes, yeah. yes, because um, See, anybody can be, well, any situation can be happy with what they have. So it's all depending on you. I mean, you can have a crappy job, but you still can have a job. Kyrie. I mean, he's not even in a crappy situation. He's in a decent situation in Boston. More than decent. These, yeah, more than decent. These yeah. men make millions of dollars a year. So they, to me, have no reason to complain about anything. And he's on, a, he's on a good team. But I feel like when it comes to your work, you should be happy. And the minute, the minute you start not being happy, you need to start looking for something else. I totally agree with that. Well, that's what I mean by happiness is a decision. If I'm no longer happy, I have a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can leave. Yeah. Yes. That's what I mean by happiness is a decision. I don't have to just be dealt the cards you deal me. No, no, thank you. Your happiness is up to you. Yeah, the happiness is not a situation. It's a decision. I just feel like when it oh, comes that was to happiness, deep. yeah, you write are down. being deep. Go, that's great. When it comes to happiness, though, <laughs> you cannot... The happiness that you have at your job or yeah. your career or whatever you want to call it, it's very different from the happiness you have in your relationship. Yeah, 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 absolutely. They're not, that. it's oranges and apples. It's yeah. not bananas or whatever. Like, you just, you can't. It's not the same. That's true. It's all fruit, though. We're talking about All oranges. of it is fruit, <laughs> so maybe I should say one of them is a vegetable. Mm. 
<laughs> I guess so. Carrie, you ain't say anything. What is is happiness a decision? Okay, the first question, do I think it's selfish? What what was it? Do I Yeah, think yeah, do you think it's selfish to move on and be happy? No. Especially in the work environment, deuces. Nope. And then I think happiness is a decision and I think that if I agree, no. I agree with what y'all are, what the guys are saying. I think that you should be able to make the situ look at the silver lining, and then if there's no silver lining to be looked yeah. at, then it's time to move. And then, for a relationship perspective, there's got to be something. I'll speak from a marriage perspective. There's got to be something in the marriage that you should be happy about. Yeah. I mean, you married the person. You should love that person. Mm -hmm. You might have to start dating your spouse again. There's got to be something in there that makes you happy. Or if not, y'all need to get some help counseling or something. Decision got to be made. Right. Decision yep. got to be made. I guess my point is happiness. A, a lot of people look at Kyrie and they say, why'd you do that? Because you was, you was probably going to debate. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It was probably going to be Cavs, uh, go to state again. Again. For what? Fourth straight time? Mm -hmm. Everybody probably like, man, you was probably going to get another ring. Happiness wasn't the situation for him. He wanted to go somewhere else. That was his decision. It's cool. And that's my point. Like, happiness isn't always the situation. Like in relationships, some people look at somebody leaving a good relationship and be like, why'd you leave that relationship? Because I wanted to. Because mm -hmm. they wanted to. Some people in seemingly abusive relationships and they stick around. And I had to learn. Sometimes they just want to be there. Yeah. And they happy in a relationship that I don't think is good. Right. And you just got to be like, you know what? I'm going to just shut up. It's their life. They got to yeah. They're happy. I'm going to just shut up. Mm -hmm. That's the ugly part that I think people won't accept. I think that's the ugly part that people who aren't married won't accept. I think that's the ugly part that people who claim relationship goals won't accept. There are people in ugly relationships that are happy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you just got to accept it. Mm -hmm. Now, once they become unhappy... You can just look on and have your own personal opinion, but at the end of the day, that's their decision. Mm -hmm. You can't beg nobody to leave no situation they want to be in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, and that you can't judge that situation. What if that situation's unhealthy for them and you see it, but they don't? Hey, that's on them. If they make a decision to stay? That's on them. Like, for example, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to be honest, and we say it again, we're going to leave mental health out of this, but this is just being honest. There are some people who are okay being emotionally abused by their mate. They are perfectly true. happy because they're getting all the money and they get to spend whatever or they getting whatever out of the situation and they are perfectly happy. But to everybody else around us, we like, man, that's a bad situation. What if they really don't realize they're being abused? That's on them. That's on them. They're choosing to be no, in that situation. Okay, no, I, I don't think that's fair. Like, it's, we are so quick to save the woman or the man because men get beat up. The woman or the this man who is getting slapped around and showing all these physical marks. And we're it may like, not be yo, physical. We'll, it could be we'll, financial abuse. Right, but Ooh, we'll, we'll yeah. be ready to put them on a bus and be like, okay, let me help you get out. And those people who are in physical abusive relationships, they do mm -hmm. go back too. You know, they're like, oh yeah. my goodness, I have. Why are we so. I feel like we're quicker to help that person. And write off the people that are mentally or financially abused. Like, I don't. I'm not. Ultimately, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ultimately, whether they know or not know, whether it's physical, emotional, or financial, it's their life. 
So until they choose to to change, no one can make that choice for them, and no one can live their life for them. Yep. So even as as unhappy or as unhealthy as that situation may be, you may see it from the outside, and you may want to reach in and take them out of that environment, mm-hmm. but you can't live their life for them. They got you might be you might try to be an influence and help guide them to see something different. But ultimately, it's got to be their decision. You can only support them in the decision that they make. You can't make the decision for them. Yep, exactly. And that's my point. Kyrie's in a situation where he feels more happy now. Whether or not that's a good decision in the long run, who knows? But right now, that's what makes him happy. I think in relationships, same thing. We just got to realize sometimes people are in situations that are ugly. Yes. Yeah. Ugly. And we don't get it. But they make a decision because they're actually happy there. There's some sliver of them that's happy. Yeah. And we may it not understand It might be a that. big side of them that's happy. They're just like, I'll put up with this financial. Uh, he, he financially is cheating on me, hiding money and everything. But I'm cool because I get all this and this and this. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to say? Sounded like Shaq for a minute. I mean, what am I supposed to say? That's what I'm saying about this Kyrie situation. Everybody need to let that relationship go. He want to go? Fine. That's his decision. Let him roll. Let him roll. He don't owe nothing to LeBron. Nothing. Yep. Not one thing. He gave LeBron a championship in Cleveland. He should be happy enough. He he fulfilled his contract. Now moving on. More than enough. All right, so we're going to get ready to uh, get close to wrapping it up. I do want to talk about Amon Shumpert really quick. Amon Shumpert mm. uh, did an interview on Everyday Struggle uh, man, should I be saying no? Man? They ain't paying me. Um, he did an interview <laughs> with someone, and uh, he was talking about his wife, Tiana Taylor, and how she was at New York Fashion Week, and how he had to learn to accept his wife's sex appeal. Uh, Shumpert begin said at the beginning he had to learn because he didn't at first understand people ogling his wife and her career. Do you think Shumpert was being too overprotective? I don't think so. I mean, um, <laughs> ooh, oh man, I don't think he was being over. That's his wife, you know. See, that's his girlfriend. That's that's his wife. I mean, once you put that ring on, you become something else. Hey, you, know? you better talk that talk. Let him know. You know, so it, I don't think he been. You can never be too overprotective of your wife. Your wife, yeah, your girlfriend, your wife or wifey. No, it's wife. Yeah, talk that talk. That's another true statement. Period think he was being overprotective and I think that he was just being respectful in the interview and it seemed like he was coming from a a place of he respects her as a woman yeah and he wanted other people to respect her as a woman yeah she's she's looked on as a sex symbol but he wanted he didn't want her to be okay yeah respect her as a sex symbol but don't disrespect her as a woman don't be misogynistic that was the kind of the way that I got it so it seemed like he was saying he had to learn to accept that there were certain aspects that came with her job as far as being yeah. a sex symbol. But he didn't necessarily seem like he liked it. But it nah. just kind of came with the territory because she's turning into a, like a sex symbol persona. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, yeah. go ahead. I agree with Carrie. Pull the microphone closer. Oh. There you go. I was just going to say that I agree with Carrie, and I feel like he's actually one of the strong ones that we see. 
he's accepted that this is her role. Now, I'm going to be honest, when I first saw the video, I had my thoughts. I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself right now. Um, I understand that she has a job to do, and this is her job, and this is what she signed up for. And if her husband is okay with it, then I have to be okay with it. And I think that's just where where it nets out. That's a good point. Um, I, I I think he was I think he was cool. Um, I I, I am overprotective of my wife. Um, but when it comes to uh, I don't have a body like that either. I wish I did. That, that don't even matter. If if another person shows his attractive that he's attracted to my wife, that don't bother me. Never has. It was just, oh, you see what I saw. I could, okay, cool. I am also not trolloping down a runway in my underwear and high heels. Hey, let's and... not judge her. We appreciate that art. But is it art? Yeah, that well, was art. That what was he art. was making reference to was not her attire and her dance yeah. moves. What he was making reference to was when males are helping her change and at moments she is nude. Yeah. That was what he was making reference to in the interview. And I feel well, like... Well, kind of. I already know Mantrell feels a way about that because men think differently, but, but go I ahead. Feel like, I feel like he has the right to feel some type of way about males mm-hmm. being around his wife yeah. in the nude, even if it's just for a split second. And like he said, I don't care if they're gay or not gay. Yeah. Like, yeah. they still male, you still naked. Yeah. And I feel like that's... But that's isn't a that? I, I just feel like for her business, though, that's the nature of her business. I mean, we've all gone to like Broadway shows and all this other stuff, and we're like, I've had that moment where I'm, I kind of in the back of concerts, even. Oh, how do they change that fast? There has to be a team of people back there to help you. Okay, even if it's like from a female standpoint, I got to change from the strapless bra to the one that has straps. Right. You know, like. I feel like in that industry, nudity is common. Right. That's true. I, I don't think it's something that's out of the ordinary. If In my industry, if somebody came in and said, oh, I need to help you change your clothes, pump your brakes, young man. Right. You don't need to see me naked. But if I'm Lady Gaga, like, I, I get it. Right. I, I right. don't know. And like he said, it was an adjustment because that was the inter- industry that he wasn't, you know. He doesn't come from that industry. Yeah, I Go think ahead, he, man. I think he understood, but I want to hear what Mantrell has to say from a man's standpoint. Like, <laughs> if my wife was in that, I, I mean, he married her while she was already in that industry, so it, you can't be. He had he knew that before he even got there. Yeah, me personally, I wouldn't want nobody else looking at my wife. You know, that's period. I mean, if she was a bathing suit model. That's cool. I'm fine with that. But once you go up to that naked role, nah, I don't want nobody looking at my wife. What about just every day on the street? She dressed nice. You don't care. I'm not a jealous dude. Nah, I, I mean, I married a, I married somebody that's you know attractive. So it's another dude look at her. Hey, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Why? I mean, it, it always aligns. You can look, don't touch, don't whistle, and we cool. Hey, it can't whistle. I don't no, mind no, if somebody no whistling at my wife. No, no. Mm-mm. Now, once my wife established that she has a husband and you keep going, now that's my intro to kick your teeth in if I want to. But other than that, I don't have no problem with you look at my wife, you find her attractive or any of that stuff, or you ogling her. I don't care. I just don't. I mean, I feel it makes like- me feel better, to be honest. 
what she did on the runway, it was no different than what she did in Kanye video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It was art. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, yeah. Artistic art. Picasso. So quick to put the word art Michelangelo. on anything if Kanye does it. 16th chapel. What I saw at, what is this, New York Fashion Week? Uh-huh. I don't necessarily, if I find that to be art, Artistic. versus what I would see if I was to frequent a strip club. She was projecting wow. what was on a music video. You see that? You see that? Wow. That's what I thought I was watching. Or you call it her stripper. I'm going to say if I had those shoes and that outfit and I did what she did, people would be like, oh, I didn't know you was on a pole now. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I well, feel like if you had that kind of body, she had a six pack. She still she has a great body. Show it off. And that's her that's her industry. That's her that's her MO. It's Make become her MO. The sad part is she's really talented. Like singing Why and rapping. Why talented exactly. yeah. with clothes on? Who wants she to see that? Who with wants clothes? to see do you know how you know, I almost said something. Let's move on. She no, you clothes. know what? Do you know how many talented women are in the WNBA that we don't pay attention to? You know why? Because they dress like the NBA, and we don't want to see that. Exactly. I'm going to keep you the book. And, I, you know, I might get in trouble for hearing this on this podcast. I'm sorry. We're getting ready to wrap it up. That's what it is. I got the wine in my system. The reason why the WNBA suffers is because they forget the W part in the beginning part. Preach. I'm not saying that the WNBA needs to be walking around like the lingerie football league. Oh, I'm sorry, the Legends football league in in <laughs> in skimpy skimpy shit you can wear. But I'm saying I don't want to see you wearing the same basketball shorts I buy that that Carmelo wear, and you got the same baggy jersey on. And for what, Mike? To your point, I know when my wife be watching football and basketball and especially track, she come in on the dudes butts. They arms oh, yes. and chest, everything. When I watch a WNBA, you can't see anything. <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero. I come in on like, well, are the feminine players? You still a woman? You know the ugly part because is. You know what? Those men are still men, and I can appreciate the physique. That's what I'm saying. Do you know the ugly part is? Do you watch baseball? A lot yeah. of women in the WNBA are really feminine, but yeah, they have to dress tell. like. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know what I'm saying? I think it's time to get new basketball uniform for the WNBA. I, I agree. I'm and and that's going to sound very massage. Female shorts cuz we can't even buy shorts like that anywhere. And I, think, I tried to buy them. You have to buy them from men's and then they don't fit right because we Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like so, you would prefer the women that play for the WNBA to be dressed like Wonder Woman? Like how do you no. want them to dress? I don't want them to go that extreme, yeah. but you don't have to you don't have to dress like the men. Why exactly. Can't they dress like how we like how we dress when we work out. I feel like nice. cuz they don't the clothes that they wear, we can't even buy. Basketball shorts and a sports bra. It's enough. <laughs> Well, and I ain't even guys, go that far. Look at the girls that but play just volleyball. Saying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And be, or look at the tennis players. Or the they track players. Yeah. Man. Track players. Yeah. Woo! They, What's her name? Sloan Stevens has a great body. Sorry, my so, girls. Do you yeah. think that, I mean, they're not choosing their outfit on their own. Somebody's saying this is what you need oh, to yeah, wear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Feminists created those that outfits. They, yes, they did. This is my podcast. I can say what I want. That's the last time I will say that. 
Do you feel like the WNBA is trying too hard to be like the N- NBA? Yes. yes. So I actually feel like the WNBA is catering to their audience. And the I'm going to leave it. I'm gonna leave it right there. I just wanna say this. Mm-hmm. I, okay, 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 okay. I used to watch, you know, the WNBA. I really respect their game, but I do too. I went to one game and they lost me as a fan because the audience. Is it going back was, to? Is, is it mostly women? Yes. Well, it's, yes. A, it's a certain <laughs> type of woman. Is it like the studly type of woman, or the manly type of woman, or the gay type of woman? What kind of woman? Um, the, the I women, hate men. Yeah. Type of woman. Oh, that woman. So either this gruntled single woman who was probably too ugly to get a man and she won't admit it to herself, or. Are y'all watching football? Y'all listening? No, that we was listen. you. We listen to you. My that bad. was you. Or is it the woman who actually likes women and she won't admit it to herself, or she has already and she dresses like a man? Because she doesn't know how to love another woman without looking like a man. Which, which I'm one just going to keep it simple. When we went to the game, it was more women looking at my wife. Okay. Oh, okay. So the so, women who wants other women. Yes. Okay. And, and the real screwed butch type like in uh, See, I went to a Queen women's Latifa college, so I feel like I'm okay. I'm comfortable with knowing that there are going to be women who like other women. There are going to be women who want to be like men and they like other women. There are going to be women who go both ways. I went to a women's college, so I have seen it all. Um, Spit it out, baby. All I want to say is that I'm not shocked by that demographic, by the WNBA. But if they want to sex up the league. Microphone, speak to me. If they want to sex up the league, they need to figure out who their target audience is. And I feel like up until now, they have probably catered to that female on female yes. target audience. I don't think they want to sex up the league. I think I don't they're think, yeah. targeting who they want to target. And yes. I think they but, hit the nail on the head. But see, here's my thing. I, we also hear the complaints from the WNBA. We don't get enough people. Men don't support us. We don't get enough people in the audience where you're catering to a certain group. Yeah. And that's it. That's all that's going to yeah. show up. And it, it's a small, I mean, not yeah, to say it's a small, well, relatively it's a small percentage. So, but I, to to me at this point, even if they were to sex up the lead or league or make the league more appealing to men, I don't think that they would lose that audience because that audience still likes women at the end of the day, whether exactly. or not if you look like a, a man or if you look like, you know, a really hot, sexy woman, I feel like I'm like, dang, she hot. Like they're going to go out for it. Yeah. So. And, and I'm going I'm to wrap up on this because um, we're going to wrap up the show uh, with our man law violation segment. But when it comes to the WNBA, look at what the NBA did. The NBA actually instituted tighter jerseys at one point. That one for us to watch. Mm-hmm. That was I not. I appreciated that, actually. That was to add to another population. You don't lose your fan base exactly, especially when they've been there supporting if you decide to tweak things. But you, you also had to add the feminist mentality there. Do you lose it by going trying to appeal to men i don't know that's not the point i'm just saying you know sex appeal and all kind of stuff it affects everything including relationships as iman shumpert uh eloquently put all right so we're gonna wrap up the show with a man law violation segment uh even though we have two women here on the show we're gonna try to get their opinions uh on this um this is in reference to boxer billy joe saunders um you may have heard about it um at the weigh-in for his upcoming match, 
his son punched his opponent in the uh, flesh marbles. I'll the say that. Lower region. Yeah, yeah. Parts. Yeah, yeah. Um, he punched him down there. So basically, they was doing the weigh in. The kid got up on a scale. The son, the the opponent tried to touch the son, like like pet the son, like you know, mm-hmm. acknowledge that he was there. And the son immediately punched him in the gonads. The kid's father made his, I won't say excuses, but the kid's father took up for him. Took up for him and said that look, I've taught my kids when a stranger touches them and they don't know him, punch him and run away. That's self defense. Now I'm not gonna say I'm I'm ignoring the fact that he's a kid, um, because I think a lot of things have to be when there's a kid and an adult, you know, I'm not gonna say what you do to protect your son. That's mm-hmm. not my business. Mm-hmm. But as a man, knowing what it's like to be hit in that area, is it against man law to punch another man in that sensitive area? It's out of it's a man trying to kill me or anything, I feel like you know, all ago, all ago. Uh, as far as his son, I felt like the other boxer should have slapped his son. Oh my goodness! Slapped uh, <laughs> the taste out of his mouth. I would never teach my son to hit another grown man in his man region. You know, I feel like that son because the child was had to be looked like it by eight or nine, so it knew better. So I feel like he should have got slapped, thumped in the head. Um, <laughs> you just thumped in the head. Shut you know, because that, that wasn't cool. That wasn't I'm going to cool. have to take up for a man trail. You know, for, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not, you're not a man. You're not a man. Let, oh. men, let men take lead on this one. Okay, yes, sir. I mean, do women have laws? Do y'all have laws? We have laws. Yeah. We just don't right. talk about them. But what do y'all call it? Girl code? Is it called yeah, girl code? Yeah. yeah. Well, can I, can I simply agree with him? Because he was referring to the boys. Okay, you agree with him. Come on. He was referring to the boys. It. I. I would She's say keep that, My that as a parent, you need to man up and be a parent and not show in front of the whole entire world that you don't know how to control See, your child. We're we not talking about him. We're talking about <laughs> the boys should have been beat. Is it against yes. man law violations to hit another man in that sensitive yes. area? Is is if you fight? No, but um, if you're not fighting, you should never ever. Touch another's man's man down there. Okay, I'm with that. I I actually fully agree with that. If I'm in a fight, all all things go. Especially at this age that I'm at, I have to go home to my wife. So I got to do whatever. Life ain't (laughs) fair. I'm not fighting fair. Period. Life is not fair. I'm not gonna fight fair. True. So if that's what it takes for me to go home, that's what I got to do. Yeah. So I mean, for real. You think I'm gonna square up with Mike Tyson? No. No. No, I'm either gonna punch you or shoot. I'm gonna punch you in that sensitive area, or I'm gonna shoot you. Which one you want? Cause I gotta go home. Yes, right. I gotta take my dog out to use the bathroom. What you What you want? I feel like also, Mike, you should ask the question: Is it wrong to hit a kid? Because I feel Ooh. like kid, is it no, against man law to hit a kid that's not your kid. kid? Right, someone else's kid. If that were me Absolutely. and another kid punched me down there, I'm hitting the kid. No, no, it's out of pain. If you, man, trail, you five can't. and under, I'm gonna let it slide, mm-hmm. but I'm probably gonna punk you out. <laughs> but if you over five, I feel like I should be able to slap you. Are you I a black man that's not afraid to go to jail? A kid punched me in my 
man region. That's assault. I feel like that kid should remember not to do that. I hit it know? back in the same region and see how. Okay, it feels. See, okay. that's another level, and I'm going to jail for that because that's pedophile. yeah. So, so let me say this. No, 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 not at all. Okay. Not at all. See, this is why men answer, and then we get the women answer. It's like, yeah, yeah, no. So I'm with you on that. He did not. It is not in violation of man law to hit another man in sense of error. It just depends on the situation. Now, is it against man law to hit another kid? No. No. But understand, you're going to deal with the consequences of that. But it is not against man law to hit another person's kid. There are plenty of kids in the store that I've wanted to hit. Now, I only didn't hit them because I didn't want to go to jail and I know the consequences of it. But I'm pretty sure a bunch of men would have seen me hit another person's yeah. kid. And the only man that would have had a problem with it is related to the kid. And if you watch that video, the father didn't even react. He didn't even no. check nah, he his didn't. child. So it was up to me to teach that child. And the kid said, F you. Yep. So he was still cutting up. Or you haul off and punch the dad. You beat the brace off the dad. You got to pay for your son's actions. I feel like I would have slapped the son and then still beat the dad. Like, you, I mean, <laughs> somebody got to pay. You don't somebody got to pay for it. Somebody got to pay. Somebody got to pay. All right, let's, let's intro. Uh, the woman's perspective in this. What did y'all think when y'all saw the video? You already said it. Yeah, sorry. That kid needs to get his block knocked off. <laughs> that kid is bad as, like my mom said, bad as sin. We do not condone kids' violence. <laughs> <laughs> we do condone getting his butt whooped. Yes. Bad behind kids. He was. He was cousin and everything. That kid's I, bad. He's I, a butt whooping. Yeah, I, I agree with Carrie. And he shouldn't have been standing there. They, uh, That's they, true. They already had told him to move out the way. That he is stood true. Right in the middle. So he had a sized up little brat. He did. He did. This is true. So I, I feel like this falls on the parent, though. If you are Into parenting, the if you are parenting your child, there is no way that others should have had to tell you, hey, oh, your, your child needs to get off the weight. Like, move. As a parent, you need to say, hey, son, move. This is a professional setting, and this is what we're doing. This is my job. I feel like the whole thing that we saw in the video, the reason why we were able to even see it, because the dad thought it was cute. The dad thought it was okay. The dad dad wasn't parenting. He he felt like his son was, he's defending my soon-to-be legacy or whatever it is. He thought it was cute. He should have checked his son. And he didn't check his son because he was okay with it. Okay. Because the kid is bad. And then it's not, I, I feel like the kid was just being himself. So that just shows us a little bit of what he's able to get away with at home. But when you punch another grown man... Mm-mm. And your dad doesn't say anything to check you. Yeah. Your dad was okay with it. And your dad was like, yeah, son, defend our honor. Because the dad really in the back of his mind was like, I can't do that. And yeah. Kid got to learn. Kid got to learn this consequence to your actions. Um, now I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate and then we're going to close out the show. Play devil's advocate. A whole lot of people didn't have a problem with, uh, with uh, Riley Curry, uh, uh, Steph Curry's daughter. Matter of fact, and she was cutting up on them on those stages. Nobody was like, "Oh, he need to go control his kid." Eh? I they, thought Stephen A. did. Stephen A. is a coon. I don't listen to him. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. Are we gonna compare a two and a half year old climbing under a table to an eight year old punching somebody in the man part? No. Good point. She no. never became violent. 
she just wanted to be with her dad and get on the microphone and again there's like a five to I'm six saying. year age difference I'm saying. there is no excuse for a young person eight or nine years old to come and punch a grown man he needs to be taught does steph and curry have control of his kid i think so I, I i think that steph curry was in a very different situation steph curry i feel like whoever's supposed to be watching that child at that moment was not on their job they need to be fired steph curry was doing a press conference his daughter broke loose and she made it to the Mm-mm. stage. She I, broke actually, loose? I, I actually 100% disagree with Nicole. The first time she did it, it was cute. When we got to the third there time, we go. Yeah. I was like, "Some okay, it's old now. Yep. Steph Curry, I like him. I like the family. Yep. He does not have much of a personality. So she was a good deflection the first time. But then it kept on. And I'm like, she's bad. She's, she is a disruption. Dude, you are getting paid millions yeah. of dollars. This is part of your job. It is. Like, get the nanny. Have someone watch your kids so you can do your press conference. I totally so agree. So she did get to be too much. Yeah. At first it was cute, but then it got to be over. Yeah, it wasn't no break loose. He was just sitting her down and let her go. Yeah. yeah. Let her go crazy. From another woman's standpoint, I saw this for my own eyes. What do you mean, another woman's standpoint? I was talking about my mother, if you let me finish the oh, story. Oh, okay. My mother, this little child bit my mother. The child was like two. Uh-huh. My mother reached down and bit the child back. <laughs> so <laughs> that is how you teach a child. I mean, if we're going to talk about that, I will say Holy crap. I did have a cousin that was not well behaved. Mm-hmm. And she spit in my grandmother's face. Oh. And my grandmother spit on her back. Yeah, now you're not going to spit on me. And and that was the end of that. So sometimes you just got to do back to them. That's the way Train they learn. Them. Train them, man. Hey, look. And one of y'all kids uh, spit on me. Show Point me to the daddy because I'm punching him in the jaw. <laughs> he got to pay for his child's sins. Jesus right. Christ. I this was an excellent show. Went a little longer than I expected, but that's what happened when you have great people and great <laughs> discussions. And, uh, man, we probably could have talked for the whole other hour, but, man, we got to go home. Uh, and we tired. Um, <laughs> let me, let's start off. Uh, Nicole, plug social media, uh, your business. Oh, okay. Thanks. Here she go. C- 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 come totally on. Totally putting me on the spot. So again, my Instagram is in Winslow seven five five one, and I'm also on Facebook. You can find me Nicole Winslow Lavelle. I am accepting everyone to be my friend. And no, she not. You can like my photos because I really appreciate it. Everybody can't like her photos. How about that? <laughs> also, please reach out to me for any of your financial needs. I am a certified financial planner and I can help you build your hopes and dreams. So please reach out to me on social media. I really appreciate it. There we go. Uh, I also have an excellent person. Yes, this is a sports podcast, but we have men that get uh, married and y'all got <laughs> little sisters and y'all got mamas. And they need makeup done. <laughs> Intro, Carrie. So my everything is Carrie Roberts, M-U-A. It's K-A-R-I-R-O-B-E-R-T-S. M like Mary, U like up, A like Apple. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. What else? Wow. You have Pinterest. Oh, YouTube. Pinterest. Yeah, you do I'm have everywhere. YouTube. Yeah. And I don't have a podcast, but I do have a little mini podcast thingy, Anchor FM, and it's Carrie Dash Roberts. And I chit chat about makeup. All right. And what all do you do? Let them know what you do. Oh, I do I do um on location makeup, 
artistry so you can sit back and relax and get your makeup done or your hairstyle for special occasions, weddings, proms, photo shoots, family photos, makeup lessons, just because, girls night out, girls night in, whatever the case may be. And I travel and I have a passport. So, fellas, when y'all want to have a guy's night out, you can send over to Carrie to have a girl's night out and you can enjoy your day and stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning. And you can pay uh, for it. Exactly. I don't condone I that on the Full Home Fit Advantage podcast. <laughs> Mentor, you got any social media business? Uh, you can you know, follow me on Instagram, 80sdsgb, 80sdsgb, um, Facebook. What does that stand for? I'm an 80s down song, Georgia boy. Okay. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> that's it. I appreciate this. It was very fun. It was fun. Thank you. We'll do it again. I, of course, you know you can find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on Facebook for Home Fit Advantage Sports Talk and for Home Fit Advantage Sports Trash Talk. As usual, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And I might be trying to put it in some other places, but you know you can find us now every two weeks. Every two weeks, you can find this podcast. All you got to do is hit the hashtag number four HFA. You can Google it and guess what it's going to pull up? This podcast. I appreciate the Roberts family for showing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank you yeah. for having us. Yeah. I appreciate my wife every single day. <laughs> oh, Thank sure. you. All right. And this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. We out.